Warning, what you're about to hear is intended to make you laugh. A lot. If you're easily offended or just can't take a joke, then you should turn this shit off right now. Otherwise, turn this shit up and hang on. Totally doing. So this is one of three that I messed around with this morning. Just screwing around. Figured it'd be like music that could be playing in the background. These are Kyle beats that I use too. Oh yeah. The ghetto. But anyway, uh, we're here today. We got Autumn back again, joining me. Again. We have Jeff. We have John, who I hear races cars, so we yeah. definitely want to get into that. Got some funny stuff to talk about, uh, some goofy videos that I found online. But yeah, welcome to the getup. The getup. It's like episode two. Warning, warning, warning. <laughs> and warning. I'll turn this off now. <laughs> What's Very up? good. Right? Yeah, we'll see. I can fine-tune it a little bit. Oh, that it seemed was pretty legit. It was it was just uh, you know goofing off. I uh, I got a buddy that makes music, and uh, well used to, really talented. Doesn't really do much with the music side anymore. He does like photography and videography and stuff like that. And uh, one day he just dumped like his whole hard drive onto my computer, so I have a whole bunch of songs that he never did anything with. Really? Yeah, oh, I've nice. got all kinds of stuff like ones with vocals done, like you know choruses and hooks and stuff, and then just. A bunch of bleh, instrumentals. So, like yesterday, I just sat going through a bunch of ones. Which ones could I use? Which ones could I use? Which one could I use? So, that was one of them. That's pretty cool. Yeah, sweet, right? Mm-hmm. All right. So, uh, John, now we can get into the, to the race car stuff. Yes, sir. So, what is it that you do exactly? So, I, uh, I race stock cars, essentially. Um, not quite as fast as NASCAR. <laughs> uh, but it's a uh, short track circle track racing uh quarter mile out at uh auto city in clio michigan okay how long have you been doing that i just started uh two years ago so <laughs> okay yeah, relatively not, new yeah, then relatively new so i still in essence suck uh <laughs> cement dirt yeah it's a uh, asphalt track asphalt? Okay. um i don't think there's any more dirt tracks in michigan actually really so uh auto city was the last dirt track one of the last remaining dirt tracks and they converted in 1985 or something like that wow yeah we did uh uh my best like my best friend growing up his neighbor across the street rose uh raced sprint cars okay so like they did those on the dirt tracks and sometimes they would bring like stock cars and some other cars out and they would race too but yeah that's what he did was the the sprint cars with the big crazy fins up on top oh yeah yeah they have them out at auto city every once in a while everybody's had to change over to you know asphalt setups it's complete different uh racing chemistry all together for sure what uh so what 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 really got you into that uh i've been um i've been in kind of racing since i was probably about eight uh we came back into michigan and my uncle uh was racing for the longest time out at auto city in owasso uh so i was always at the track almost every other weekend throughout the summer and Eventually, it got to the point where probably about 
five years ago, six years ago, I started helping out with my uncle and putting his cars together and trying to work in the pits and everything. And I'm out there so often that it was uh, eventual I was going to get a car and try my hand at uh, auto racing. And this is uh, this is something that dates back since my grandfather was young. When he was 20, he raced at Auto City. He raced at Owasso. My step-grandfather raced out there for most of their youth. So it's uh, genetics. I guess. All right, all right. <laughs> what uh, so so? What's the the definition of stock car racing? So like, because there, there's all different kinds, right? Of, of different kinds of racing and being yeah. unfamiliar with what makes what does stock car racing mean? So stock car racing in terms of NASCAR is completely different uh, okay. nowadays than what actual short track stock car racing is. Um, stock car, it's it's in the name stock. For the most part, so uh, every, no no modifications or anything, no modifications that can be uh, figured out by the techs. <laughs> if you're well, if you're you can you can tune things. it right, but you're not yeah. supposed to like add add any like aftermarket parts and stuff like that, right? Yeah, precisely. Everything has to be stock or stock like. Um, you can change over your setups to obviously perform better, but you can't go out yet racing specific parts it has to be something that they would have sold with the vehicle at the time tires too no tires not tires you you got to race the race tires that they give you well because i know from my experience with the with the uh sprint cars like the tires were like a huge thing like my my buddy's neighbor was the only person to advance in a in one of the races like move up and everyone was like touching his tires feeling the pressure looking at how the uh the uh the rubber was siphoned i think they call it right where they 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 take like that tool and they can like melt the rubber and cut yeah. new treads into it yep. like because his his mechanic guy would just sit there and add extra tread to the tire in certain spots and stuff and people were over there just whoa his tires his tires and it's like what's oh, yeah. the big deal about his tires and like mm-hmm. he was the only person that moved so oh, everyone it's... wants to know what he's doing that others aren't it's ridiculous after uh after you come out from just practice you know you'll see everybody getting out tire gauges and everything they'll check the temperatures of their tires the size of their tires yeah, and yeah. then they can start adjusting air pressure and just that alone you know a couple psi here and there you know that balances your car out properly and makes it run you know exponentially better or worse depends on how you set it so up so at least you had like previous experience and like you said it was kind of in your blood like your your you said your dad or was it your uh, grandpa my, my grandpa and my uncle yeah used to do it so getting into it now yourself do you feel like uh you were already prepared you know what goes into it or are there still things that pop up that you're like holy crap i never even thought about oh, this or demon no i have a ton to learn there yeah. is so much information and the the nice thing is um my uncle still races out there with me so oh, okay. we're actually racing in the same class uh my grandfather he's just you know he's a wealth of knowledge in itself you know he can sit there and listen to the car he can look at the car and tell you what's running wrong what's running right so just uh for me having people like them out there makes me feel you know more comfortable in having somebody on my side that can basically look at the car and tell me what's going on with it. How far away is, you say Cleo? Uh, yeah, Cleo. Cleo, my, I, I don't know. I yeah. say Cleo too. Do you? How far away is it? Uh, it's just north of Flint, so it's about, um, mm-hmm. you know, hour yeah. Autumn, you ever go to a race? You betcha. Oh, you have? Yeah, yeah. I've gone to oh, two of them. Sweet. Was it fun? Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Right. It's like... It's like a little bit like you're on the edge of your seat because they do crash a lot. 
Is there any, because uh, I pulled up, is there any good videos to watch uh, to get an idea of this? Or uh, do you yeah, have any specifics uh, that when people are like, oh, what do you do? And you can just be like, hey, check this video out. Uh, like I, mean, I, I race, you, I race drones and I've got like my go-to videos. Well, I mean, there I should be, if drones. you, if you Google, uh, auto city, there should be some videos just from auto city itself. Um, I've been running with the camera in my car last season. So I have a couple videos if I could ever find them on Facebook. <laughs> it's really, really awesome when you watch my car flying into a wall or something on video. <laughs> yeah, last You get to year, see what I see. We <laughs> saw that last year. We were there at that race. Smash car racing? Yeah, it was crazy. Oh, yeah. Oh, this yeah. is uh, the destruction shows that they run out at Auto City. So what I run is the Pure Stocks. This is the Maximum D um, destruction show. This looks like one of the Enduro races that they run. Where they basically go until they're dead, right? Pretty much, yeah. They have, uh, they normally have about 50 cars out on the track, and it's, you know, these are $500 cars you can pull from the scrapyard real right. quick. You throw a couple quick safety harnesses in there and run them out at the track. It is uh, demolition derby uh, racing for the most part, oval track racing. And it's just whoever whoever's left. Whoever's left, yep. <laughs> you'll start with 50 cars, and most of the time you'll end up with about 15 cars by the end of the race. Well, it's funny it's just seeing all the different kinds of trucks, and a lot of them are like look like they're pushing each other. So this is actually the push race. So you would be correct on this one. This is a uh, this style racing. They their front partner has a disabled vehicle. Really, and the back vehicle actually has to push them across the uh, across the so line. So they're they're paired up in teams. Yep. And one, one one guy's just steering a dead car. The yep. other yep. <laughs> Jason, it gets crazier than that. They oh, sure. This one, and then they have the one that's opposite where they actually have to pull a car across the line. <laughs> really? Same deal. The guy on the back doesn't have anything but brakes to use, and uh, you drag your partner across the line. What uh, <laughs> what What's, like, the, the top speeds that you hit? Uh, for these kind of races, um, <laughs> you're looking at maybe 70 to 80. No more than highway speeds. Wow, you got, they get up that fast? Well, if you're good enough. <laughs> if you have, have the proper vehicle, they got a guy out there with a 05 Dodge Charger. What the <laughs> Dragging oh. a boat? The boat races, yeah. yeah. I never saw this. Do they just, do they just, like, just so what can we drag behind our boat yep, <laughs> or behind our the, car? They have race. the boat races and uh, they have trailer races. The boat races are fun because they'll throw out uh, they'll throw out about 10, 50 gallon barrels of water, which you'll see on the front stretch right there. Those blue barrels, oh, okay. they come around through turn four and they and just, just start smashing them. into them. And yeah, because those things drift out behind the car when they're turning oh, yeah. for sure. Oh yeah. That yeah, is cool. Yeah, I never <laughs> saw this kind. I seen the, I saw the trailer kind. Yeah, it's. You know what's funny? That's you can crazy. go down in Detroit. You can find boats all over the place on the road. <laughs> really? Oh, yeah. yeah. This guy's got a jet ski. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, yeah. Driving down, like, uh, uh, near Woodward. Areas over there. Going down the road, and there's just boats laying out in the middle of the road. I got to imagine that's how they're finding them. I can't. Yeah. I can't figure. Yeah, what he's you, you know a what it probably is. is it's probably those boats that have been sitting in someone's yard for forever, and there's yeah. no for sale sign because they know they can't sell it. Yeah, I already have uh, two people trying to get me to take their boats. Really? Yeah, I think they're a little oversized for what we're doing out here, though. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're talking full cabins and everything. Oh, jeez. 
Insane. Oh yeah, that's gonna need a big vehicle to yeah, drag that out there. Right, right. So they do school bus races too. Maybe you could have. A oh, that guy's already power. nailing. Was, was that the jet ski dude? Yeah, that was a jet ski. Yeah, <laughs> they already flipped it. Oh wow. They haven't even started the race yet. <laughs> He's nailing them. Wow. I would. I when I went to those races, I never saw anything like this. Yeah, this is a um, Auto City. Actually, is one of the racetracks that's probably doing the most in terms of these races um as you can see just from this video it draws in crowds stock, <laughs> stock car racing's not it's not as popular as what it used to be so you got to do something to bring in people destruction shows bring in people oh yeah that's for, sure. for sure well that's just like uh the uh our made affair like the, the destruction derby i think yep. is by far one of their busier days oh yeah I just want to see this. Yeah, it's fun though. Watching Smash stuff. Here we go. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh man, we need to see this next year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they got like rowboats. Poor boats. Oh my lord. Oh. Oh, the car flipped. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. And, and oh, you wow. see, there's the guy with the 05 Dodge Charger out there. Wow. Guy got that car for 300 bucks because the front frame horns were bent. Whoa. The insurance Jeez. company considered it totaled, Total. so he bought it up. He bought it for 300 bucks. Wow. <laughs> wow. wow. They have never seen boat races. So, uh,. What uh? What's like the the next step in what you're doing? So like, you get good at this. Is there like national circuits that you can become a part of? Or are you just mainly sticking to, uh, the Auto City for now? Like, what's the uh, what's the next steps for you? Yeah, there's um, they do nationals for uh, pure stocks and everything. They have um, they're trying to work with a couple different tracks here and there to kind of share drivers share uh rules and everything the biggest problem with jumping from track to track is that every track has its own rules and regulations mm -hmm. so it's you know if you want to race out on one track one night and race at another track you literally have to get your car back to the garage after one race and change change everything. the whole setup and then try and get back out the next day hmm. um but you know after this there's always if you get into late models or modifieds you know, they, uh, those are promoted by um, different race divisions. You can uh, basically be sponsored and start a career of racing. After and that's that. what I was going to ask. Yeah, like, is there, there, is there sponsorships at this lower level? Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's a biggest sponsor for this level is the uh, junkyards that are out there in Clio. So these are uh, the Pure Stocks. are called the Herald Pure Stocks, and they have... Um, yeah, for the life of me, I can't remember the junkyard, but they've been working with the same junkyard for 20 years, basically 30 years. And if you need a part for your car, you know, you just go to the yard and say, hey, racing purposes, and you're out the door with it. You don't have to. Really? As long as you have the sticker on the side of your race car that says, you know, they're promoting you, then that's how it goes. So, so yeah. if I, because this is very possibly real if i had a hair up my ass to get into this <laughs> oh, yeah. imagine megan comes home on wednesday and i'm like guess what babe 
racing cars now. <laughs> you don't even race your drone anymore. <laughs> well, you know. So, so, <laughs> you just bought all that podcast shit. <laughs> what, uh, what, what, what's involved in getting into, into something like this? Do you have to, like... Like, what kind of paperwork is there, if any? Like, do you have to have a special kind of light? Like, Surprisingly little. Surprisingly. <laughs> uh, for the destruction derby, I mean, you, you know, for this destruction racing, you just need a, you need a vehicle that's almost somewhat safe for the most part. Almost, um, okay. Most of these people don't even have roll cages in their cars. Uh, they have bare minimum for safety equipment. Uh, like, what do you, do you have to have, like, a five-point harness or something? You really should. Uh, you should have <laughs> so a, that doesn't <laughs> sound like a yes. You really should. <laughs> Not everybody does. Most people are using the stock seat as long as you got the stock seat welded so that it doesn't have uh, any maneuverability. Um, you wear your seatbelt as long as you got a helmet, some gloves, uh, wow. thick thick layer of clothing for fire. You know, the destruction <laughs> stuff, that's pretty much about what most people go out with. How often do you see you see a fire? You see someone? Probably at least once a year. Once a year. Sure. Yeah. Any, uh, any, like, serious, serious accidents that you've seen happen? Me, personally, um, I... While you've been racing. I mean, not, I'm sure growing up you might have seen some. Yeah, not while I've been racing. Um, there's definitely been a ton since, you know, since I was eight. But uh, in the two years that I've seen, that I've been out there, it's just been people flipping trucks for the most part. These trucks are fairly well, easy yeah, to flip. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Higher center of gravity and everything. Yeah. Autumn, you going to get into racing? No, but it's fun to watch. What about Jeff? Jeff, you want to get into racing at all? It sounds interesting. Well, they sounds do. interesting? Well, as far as like what you actually have to do for it. Like, I've been there and I've seen what goes on there. And from the spectator standpoint, yeah, it's really cool, but what he's saying to get up in there and get your car and the parts and some of the specs they have to go through that part <laughs> might be a little maddening yeah i mean the the tech does theoretically look at your car to make sure it's safe but it's not <laughs> it's not a real in-depth no no, <laughs> he no doesn't have like a clipboard with all the things he's got to go through he's like all right well you got four that, tires on it so 51 point inspection fun. no <laughs> we we forgot the other 50 points just that one point wow yeah that's crazy what's chain racing is that oh something? that's the uh that's the where they tow the push yeah, race okay yep. so where they tow yeah yeah you gotta come see us up in person jason oh i would come definitely watch i'll tell you what it's the fun. it was loud as hell but those sprint races that was fun that was a ton of fun yeah. it was just super loud holy crap and when they would go flying around those turns because it was a dirt track it would shoot dirt up into the stands oh, really? like, oh yeah you'd feel it come wow. <laughs> hitting you yeah I think your kids would like it too. Oh sure, Dylan and Chaz. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's where the uh, maximum destruction comes into play. You know, it's a now is someone in event. the back car? Yeah. Oh. Yep. So there's someone just going for the ride. Oh yeah. Yeah. They, they're guys... trying to like steer though to. Yeah. Oh yeah. <clears throat> and there's probably no power steering, so. No, the the cars are supposed to be disabled so that they can't run, so that you don't have uh, that option of you know right. helping your partner out. Uh, just on my car, I had I had one one race last year where I lost power steering for the race. And Ooh, that's not fun. that was uh, that was a hard race. Sure, sure. I mean, I was already bad enough. <laughs> I need to lose the power steering on top of it. So, do you see yourself getting into any of these offshoots? Uh, I actually, the first year I was out, I ran the enduro race, and that was that okay. you know yeah. fifty car last man standing, and that was uh, 
That was my opening season. I had a small uh, Sunfire that I dodged in and out of the traffic with the best I could. <laughs> it's killing me just because it's like trying to go fast in a race and like just win a race wasn't enough. Now we've got to tie boats and yeah. drag cars and push cars and come up with all these different crazy subsets. Oh yeah, and Auto City's always uh, always looking for new ideas and fresh ideas. Um, this year they're planning on doing a double-decker race where they're going to essentially strap another car on top on of top? another car and uh, do a figure-eight variation Wow, that's going to be a lot of flips. Oh yeah, that's a good possibility. <laughs> here's, a, here's a school bus figure-eight race. <laughs> oh yeah, these are crazy. Well, now it's, now it's starting to remind me of Cars. The last Cars movie. Yeah. Tell you what, if there was ever drift racing for box trucks, fucking, you can call me the Drift King right now. <laughs> oh yeah, that was, you know, spent ten years driving a twenty-four foot box truck. My favorite time of year was the winter. It's, it gets snowy and it's rear-wheel drive. Nice. And I crank it to the left or the right and just start gunning it and just get sideways down a street. Hilarious. I don't think I've ever attempted that in a box truck before. Oh, yeah. No, it was a lot of fun. You know, we had a lot of weight in them, so it wasn't like I was worried about it flipping over. I wasn't going, like, too crazy, but, I mean, I had that thing sideways. Well, me and Nick one time, we were in Detroit, and we whipped around this turn. Like, I made sure there was no cars or nothing. I'm not, like, trying to drift in between cars and crap. I was just screwing around a little bit. So I turn left down the street, and I get it going sideways, and this guy's walking down the street, and he's like, damn, how you do that? You got that bitch sideways? Like, just yelling at us. It was hilarious. And then my other, like, maybe, like, my proudest drifting moment in the box truck was uh, I turned left onto a road, and there was a guardrail on the opposite side of the road. And I got the car to, the, the truck to start drifting, and I could see in my side mirror the edge of my lift gate just carving a line of snow <laughs> off that guardrail. Like, I wasn't hitting the guardrail, but it was just carving a line of snow off. And I was like, yeah, that was, that was badass. So, if anyone out there wants to challenge me, boxcar drifting, I think I, I, think I, I got a chance. Is that cup leaking? Yeah, I think so. Is it? I think Way it is. Yeah. Yo, I don't buy this estate sale shit, okay? <laughs> well, fortunately, I put it on this uh, plastic, yeah, whatever good it was. Job. There's some paper towel over there, Jeff, if you don't mind. That's, um... Alright, well, we can throw that one away. <laughs> well, I didn't buy these things. Meg buys this stuff. I don't go estate sale shopping. Bought cups at estate sales. Thanks, estate sales. <laughs> all kinds of st stuff at estate sales. Uh, so what else, John? What else are you into besides the racing stuff? Uh oh man, that's a question I wasn't expecting. Uh, I <laughs> knew I should have prepped. <laughs> uh, I mean, racing's been uh, my main hobby so far. Um, I just started uh, kind of doing some uh, work on the side. Uh, a little bit of fabrication work. I just put a uh, uh, diamond bed plate on somebody's scrap truck for the most part. Okay. And that was a that was a first for me. So whether it was right or wrong, it's, <laughs> it's done. There. It's done. <laughs> <laughs> so all right. Any uh, like uh, you try to do that as like a side business or? Uh, no, I uh, I redid the trailer for my race car because that one was made out of uh, wood and it was just falling apart disintegrating like crazy 
and um, guy seen it and he was pretty impressed with my with my half assery on that one and <laughs> said, "Hey, you think you could do my truck?" I'm like, well, I'll give it a shot. <laughs> we'll find out. All right. So, who knows? It could turn into a lucrative business someday. <laughs> hey, there's uh, my my girlfriend's brother. He just does all kinds of crap with cars and stuff, and somehow he's bought a house and there you <laughs> still, <go. laughs> still going. And he doesn't like work at a shop. He uh, he put a gigantic lift in in his garage. He's the garage is huge too, but he put a huge lift, and it's like not a. God, I can't remember what he called it. It's like a, it's like an offset lift, so it allows you to open the car doors once the car is on the lift. Like you can lift it, but lets the doors open still. Okay. Yeah, it's pretty mm-hmm. neat. But like he had to like carve into the joists and the supports of his garage to get this thing to fit in there. It was crazy. Nice. But it was pretty neat. Mm-hmm. What uh, I brought, I put up this video. So Autumn, you watched uh, Black Mirror, right? Mm-hmm. Did you like it, Jeff? Did you watch Black Mirror? I saw parts of it. I never parts of it. Episode. Looked like it was really well done, though. It's scary, like the it's the scary. future. Oh yeah, it's the future tech stuff. So, did you ever see the episode with what's her name, Bryce Dallas Howard, the one where like everything was about the social media likes? Yes. No. Yes. yes. So China's doing that. <laughs> huh? China's doing that. What? Yeah. So it's China's social credit. <laughs> no way. Yeah, and it's they're banning people from getting on planes because they don't have enough social credit. You're calm. No. This is, are you sure nobody, somebody's not just trolling? No, this is for real, legit in the news. Uh, let me no see. No way. Yeah, That's it's terrifying. crazy. And, and it's really happening. It's just totally like Black Mirror, and it just it's happening now. China has started ranking citizens with a creepy social credit system. Here's what you can do wrong. Embarrassing, demeaning ways they can punish you. Uh, they plan to rank all their citizens by 2020. I remember reading that part. Uh, Whoa. They can be rewarded or punished according to their scores. So, like, it's like a credit have, score. So you or, have to be on social media? I don't know how it goes. Uh, does it say? I don't know if it says how they they plan on doing it, but they their goal is to have their entire population ranked by 2020. And then, yeah, it affects stuff. And they said that some people are being denied flights now because they've already gone through the ranking system and they're unable to get tickets to fly. Can move up and down depending on their behavior. The exact method methodology is a secret, but examples of infractions include bad driving, smoking and non-smoking zones, buying too many video games. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> I'm screwed. I'm on the bottom. <laughs> and posting fake news online. Nobody likes that. That's annoying. Well, that's the the hard part nowadays. Like you said, are you sure this isn't fake? Mm-hmm. It's so hard to wade through the shit and find anything that's real yeah banning them from flying or getting on the train uh they can mess with your internet speeds based on your social ranking banning you or your kids from schools stopping you from getting the best jobs keeping you out of the best hotels getting your dog taken away what wow oh they started a social credit system for dog owners too it's weird. That's what the whole episode was. Like, mm-hmm. you had to have so many followers and you got discounts at stores and stuff. And, like, she was trying to go to her best friend's, like, wedding. She was a maid of honor or something. And, like, she couldn't get a plane ticket, the right plane ticket. And then she was having an issue because she flipped someone off and then they ranked her lower. So then she couldn't rent a rental car. And, like, yeah, it was crazy. And it's just funny that they're... Yeah, and everything they, was kind uh... of going downhill. And she... And then eventually, because it went so downhill, her friend didn't want her to be in her wedding anymore. And then she showed up all crazy. 
social ranking. I don't know anything about Black Mirror, but they did that on an episode of uh, The Amazing World of Gumball, too, for anybody who watches cartoons. Oh, no. Oh, really? No, when you yeah. say Gumball, I think like the Gumball race, like the Gumball 2000 or whatever it is across this, the country. That's what I think when I see Gumball. There was, at my where I used to, at the Lowe's, the other store that I used to work at at Madison Heights, there was always a car that was decked out with a decal for oh, that yeah. Gumball race. Always there. Mm. Yeah, I got a guy like that that lives around uh, a couple blocks away from me over where I'm at. His car's got just tons of different ridiculous uh, decorations on it and he's got the big number on the side of his car but it's a it's a basic street car hmm. oh that was the other thing i was gonna take the uh so i got a 93 ford show while we're at uh racing um that's actually gonna eventually become my uh, road race my road car so okay they got a track out at waterford what did I you say a, it was a 93 ford show yeah 93 ford show it was the uh, fastest four-door, uh, naturally aspirated production car back in 93, so hmm. it's got a title there. <laughs> All right, Ford Show. It doesn't do much now, but... Never, I mean, it looks like a familiar car, but I've never heard, oh. like, the Ford Show. If you would have told me that it was spelled S-H-O... Yeah, S-H-O. Like, for show? Yeah, for show. For show? For show. For show? It's for show. It's got the, show. What is it? The 3.2. It's a, it's a faux do, faux Yamaha show. motor. Hmm. So you're just a complete gearhead. I uh, I wouldn't say complete, complete gearhead. I just like. Uh, Are you driving, driving towards fast. that? Actually, if you <laughs> see that uh, white car, uh, keep scrolling over. That's actually my car. That is legit my car. This was before <laughs> it. Um, before I purchased it, the guy that owned it, two car, two owners before me, <laughs> he picked it up out of state with a blown motor. He already had a motor that he could drop back in it, and uh, I was actually doing a Google search on shows and came across this and started reading everything that this guy had done to it, and I realized, like, this is my car. This is actually my car, so it's got, like, a full history online of what's been done <laughs> on my car, too. It's kind of Well, it crazy. is funny, because, I mean, it's got the Michigan license plate, too, but yeah, I've, yeah. I've never heard. Is, is, it a, uh, is it essentially a Taurus? Yes, it is a Taurus. Oh, it's, okay. Um, mm. Way, way back in uh, 88, I believe, 89, somewhere in the late 80s, uh, Ford had a motor from Yamaha that they were going to supposedly make a mid-engine car with, and that deal fell through, so they had all these motors, these engines, um, that they couldn't do anything with, so somehow they decided to drop them into the Ford Taurus, <laughs> and uh, that was, at the time, 220 horsepower for a sedan. Uh, four-door sedan naturally aspirated that was crazy ridiculous uh power for those cars now nowadays i mean 220 is nothing that's your basic you know four-cylinder motor right hmm. this is what i had I, this was my first car autumn do you remember this car mm -hmm. Ooh, the dodge can't, shadow can't go wrong with dodge shadows i the had a dodge, dodge shadow. shadow turbo i, I never, didn't have I never got to drive it oh that's horrible my dad wrecked his car, and then he took mine. <laughs> and then he drove that thing till it was going to die, and then we sold it to a guy for 100 bucks. and that guy was like, I need to get to this job tomorrow. Oh, and he geez. bought it for 100 bucks. yeah. That was, that was my very first car Grandpa bought me, but I never got to drive it. <laughs> and then I had the, uh, God, what was that? The, uh, oh, it was blue and silver and raw, mm -hmm. LeBaron. 
That was a LeBaron? 89 LeBaron. Mom had a LeBaron too, right? No, she had something else, but it was... Are you sure? It's a oh, LeBron. Not LeBron. <laughs> <laughs> he put it in LeBron. Sound it out. Oh, yeah. Let me see if I, I can find mine. I, you know what? The LeBaron was sweet. Had the digital dash. And like these covers, really? the eyes on the the lights that flipped, mine never worked right. They were broke. Yeah, I'm trying to see if they got the blue one. Like mine looked like this color. Is uh, that the one that talked to you also? No, it did not talk like Kit. It was not Night Rider. But it, had, uh, <laughs> I think someone talked. It said like door ajar, and it was like the first year that that came out. One of the first years. Wow. <laughs> no, it was crazy. It was like a. A freaking speedboat because the the suspension went so bad on it. It was like every bump I hit was like, oh, nice. <laughs> just bouncing, yeah. But it was blue and silver, like this color, right here. Yeah. Beautiful. <laughs> Only I didn't. Was, ha- I didn't w- have the drop top. I was gonna say it wasn't a convertible. No, no. And it was Andrew gave me that car mm. after Dad took my my car. Mm. Andrew gives me this, and it was parked at Sears. And it was one that he let all his friends use. This car had like liquor bottles, baby seats, like 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 <laughs> you know, wow. car seats, uh, food, clothing. <laughs> Just had so much shit in this car. Yeah, it lasted me a long time. I had it until after I came back from Chicago. That thing was buried in snow at Dad's house one time. Hmm. Yep. And then I had a sob. I had the sob story. <laughs> Sobs are good cars. Ah, uh, Saab 9000 Turbo. I can't remember what the year was, but uh, it was it was pretty sweet. I liked my Saab. It was a hatchback one, like this. 9000 Turbo. That, that turbo, you could feel it kick in, man. You'd hit it, and once you you could hear it building up the vacuum pressure, and then once it kicked in, like you, ooh, a little extra. Really? Yeah, it'd push you back in your seat a little bit. Saab made made some wonderful cars. It's crazy yeah. now to think like all these car companies that are gone that you would have thought would have stayed around. I mean, yeah. even like Pontiac, I can't believe they closed down Pontiac. Well, you make mm-hmm. a couple bad cars and uh, I guess. Do sales. I always wanted one of those GTOs. Well, the new ones. The, the newer one, just because uh. it, just because it didn't look like as like muscular as it was. Like it looked more like just sort of sedan. But then it had some I, power. I think that was like one of the main things that killed them was uh just the style of that car itself it might have been hmm. i delivered to a couple of people that had some that were just like started it up and i was like whoa oh, what, yeah. what just happened here <laughs> <laughs> jeff what about don't you do you still have an older car that you were working on yes i have a 1973 Datsun 240z oh where do you got this thing hiding at <laughs> the fuck are you talking about that's uh in the carport right now what? Yeah, like, that would probably be... Well, because his is white. Well, the one he's working on is white, so it's closer to that. But actually, yeah, it was that color original. Silver, all right, all right. That's that's not bad at all. I just don't remember ever seeing that car. There's oh, a lot of one, orange ones. Does that one look like it? Currently, yeah. Currently. Yeah. Bad Earl Scheib paint job done on it. What, what made you decide to get that? I've always liked the styling of the... Like Alfa Romeos and the older Jaguars and the Porsches, things like that. But of course, you know, 
nobody has the money to buy those sort of things. But like, you get the style. <laughs> you, know, you get the style. Was that was it? Dotson's like was that their slogan? The poor man's Porsche or something? Yeah, well, it was very similar. It's like the, the every man's sports car or something like okay. that. Okay. Okay. So yeah, just the styling alone, it was made available for the masses. He has an orange one too. Wait, you have two of these? It was a package deal. Yes. It was a package deal. This uh, collector in Detroit, he had a number of cars, and um, most of his were Mopars, uh, but he had these two Datsuns, and the story goes that his father worked at the Datsun dealer, and through you know his father, he got to like Datsun, so he just had these random two in this whole garage full of you know ten other cars, and he's like. Yeah, I'll sell you this one, but you gotta take the other. <laughs> you one. gotta take. The, so, did you get? Was it like a two four? Like, right. did you get? You got one free. Buy one get one free. It was a bogo. No, no it wasn't buy one get one free. <laughs> it's more, like, more like okay, well, if you take both of them, you know, I'll you know, give you a, a deal. I'll let you keep the other one here while you figure out a place to put it, and um, all that sort of thing. So it worked out to be, you know, a pretty good deal for that. And where do you where do you have the orange one? The that one is in a storage unit right now. And what I want to do is get that one running because they both have been sitting for, uh, I think, about over 10 years. At the point that you picked them up? Right. Yeah. So they had not been started um, since, you know, actually, I'm not even sure, early 2000s, somewhere in there. And they actually came from Texas. And I think the one, the white one, came from New Mexico, but ended up in Texas. And then the guy I bought them from bought them from a guy who was selling them. So so he intended to fix them up or do whatever, but they've just been sitting in this warehouse for the longest time. Just chilling. Just chilling, yeah. It's a nice air-controlled warehouse, no moisture or anything like that. So how much work have you been able to get done on them? Uh, well, the white one, um, that had been sitting, so everything rubber and every fluid need to be replaced on that one. So I went through, and it runs. It runs really well now. I'm just trying to figure out some uh, ignition and timing, fine-tuning. But, you know, that's... So that one, could you get on the road? Oh, yeah, it's been on the road. It's been, you know, licensed and registered and the whole bit, and I drive it around here and there. Um, All right. I just he comes home smelling like gas. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, you've been in the Datsun again, huh? <laughs> some of the... Uh, the design, what happens is that... It kills you while you drive it? Yeah. <laughs> well, the aerodynamics um, it sort of creates a backdraft, like a rolling, you know, fumes come off the back as you're driving, and it will suck the exhaust So that classic styling is actually a downfall? That could be. Right. Yeah, yeah, also, I think there was... They a, didn't figure this out in the wind tunnels, huh? I need to get the part of the exhaust fixed, too, so... And I do. I have a long tailpipe on there just to blow it out the back, just to make sure. To get it like past the suction zone of it recirculating back. Right. <laughs> do you have to ride with the windows down all the time too? Well, actually, that's how the air gets in. <laughs> <laughs> when you have the windows open, it like sucks it back in to the side of the windows. You know, but other than that, it looks really cool. No, it is. It is cool. I'm sorry. Oh, it's just oh, funny. Man. I'm sorry. That was the whole point, right? I want people to laugh. That was yeah. a funny story. Oh, yeah. No, Look, I had, I've had cars just not like where they were designed to kill me, but where they possibly could have. I mean, <laughs> the, the LeBaron at one point, my exhaust, my like the whole pipe had fallen off. And the way it fell, like it... 
it was like one of the like in the center where it fell so it didn't fall like where it was dragging behind my car it, it fell so like it could catch into anything i hit and then jack everything up kind of way you know like it fell mm. facing forward not facing towards the back and uh so i took it in to get fixed and the guy's like i'm not welding anything on your car until you get your gasoline leak fixed and i was like cool <laughs> didn't know about that oh. <laughs> and and on top of that so i had this gasoline leak that i didn't know about and this is when the car caught on fire and exploded outside of our apartment and it could have very well been my car too because oh it had God. this gas leak that i didn't even know about so wow. like literally I, and i still don't know why but my car so we were we had this apartment and right outside our windows was like the parking lot and the had the open air carport kind of like you you got going on and you know so it's not like an enclosed thing it's just basically a roof that you park under and i <laughs> was parked next to the car and I don't know why but I moved my car to like the very end of the row outside of the carport thing like just on the end I can't remember why I moved it at all but then later that you know like go to bed whatever and then uh I'm sleeping and then I hear like a boom I was like oh sounds like someone's shooting a shotgun or something whatever I'm like, oh, someone's shooting back. <laughs> let, me, <laughs> let me wake up. <laughs> and then, like, as soon as I opened my eyes, it was, like, glowing orange and red all over my walls. And I'm Whoa. like, what the fuck? So then I look out the window, and this car is just engulfed in flames. Just fucking just engulfed in flames. And that was, I was like, oh, shit, this could, like, explode at any time. So let's get up. So then I ran into Chris's room. I'm like, wake up. Get away from your window. Ran into Louie's room. Same thing. Wake up. Get away from your window. And uh, this car had caught the car next to it on fire. Like, oh, the whole man. roof of the of the carport was all warped and bent. And, like, where the tires were sitting on the cement or asphalt, I don't know what it was, but it had, it had melted into the, the cement a little bit, too, where the tires were. Oh. And, like, you know, the fire department came and all that stuff. And they said it started from a fire in the trunk. And they don't know what, like, what ignited or what caused the fire but it started in the trunk and it just spread but i mean it went that mm -hmm. whole car and then it went right to the next car and my car was parked originally next to that car yeah. so that could have been my car especially with a gasoline leak yeah <laughs> that's what would have caught on fire oh for sure it was crazy <laughs> well then it was you know horrible knowing that i had a gasoline leak while i'm dragging around this metal pipe that's just shooting sparks underneath my car <laughs> <laughs> So well, I mean, I tied it up eventually, but yeah, I've had a lot of it bad Wait, exhaust. Wait, you, you still let it drag once you knew you had a guess? No, it? no, no. Okay. I tied it up after that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I always just ripped mine out until I got pulled over. <clears throat> That's well, you, you, know how, you know how many times I've bypassed a muffler? It was just like, yep, straight pipe. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I've been there. Oh, yeah. Dan's like, oh, you don't need a muffler. It's just emission laws. Just put a straight pipe on. <laughs> or the you bypass the catalytic converter <laughs> just, just but yeah so i've had plenty that were like that my the sob there was no uh blower motors for the heat or anything so in the winter to heat up my car i had to drive really fast <laughs> yep. so the wind could come through you know like it would because you normally like you get some air comes through just from you driving so i would just have to go fast so it would fog my windshield that yeah i had squeegees and towels and stuff in there so i could just like try yeah. to warm up the glass that's what wow. i used to do with my truck i'd roll down both windows and just 
Go. Like, all right. It's, it's going to defrost eventually. All right. Well, oh mine goodness. at least, like, it would heat up, but it just wouldn't blow through. So I would crank the heat and then drive really fast, and it would force air through, and then that would heat up my windshield. Yeah. And then the, in that car, the speakers went bad. And so I wired up, like, stereo speakers from my stereo in my house. Like, the, like <laughs> I just set them in the back, and I wired those bad boys up. Yes, I did. Yes, I so did. Oh, it totally was. You know, and of course, being a hatchback, I had a stick to hold the hatch up because those things didn't work. Yup, had a sunroof that I couldn't use. Um, yeah, no, the sob story was pretty sweet. <laughs> I like hearing this because it, it makes me feel not so bad about all the cars that I've owned. I had one, uh, I had a Sundance where, uh, the camber was always changing itself, so I'd be driving along. I'd set it the day before, and it'd be fine, tighten everything up, drive along, and all of a sudden my wheels are both cocked <laughs> inwards, and I'm like, oh, all right, I guess uh, I guess I missed something. We'll try it again. And Oh, that thing was crazy scary. You used oh to, gosh. I had locked myself out of the uh, ignition one day and didn't feel like replacing the lock cylinder and everything, so I just cut the steering wheel lock off of it, and I'd reach down the the shaft and just started up by hand didn't need a key anymore i'd pull up to a i'd pull up to school make sure nobody steals it i'd pull the whole steering wheel off i didn't have a nut holding the steering wheel on or anything that was a death trap oh wow gosh. that's funny oh yeah well that was the lebaron the lebaron didn't like the rain if it rained the lebaron was stalling you know how many times on the really? way to school that I sat on the side of the road trying to get that damn car to start again? <laughs> yeah, if it was raining, the LeBaron was stalling. I had uh, uh, oh. um, that spray for, like, drying off your engine. Yeah. <laughs> and I would just spray the shit out of it, let it sit for a little bit, and then get it running, and then i have to let it run. Uh, but, I mean, I was late to school many times because the damn LeBaron just would die in the rain. And then one time, Chris and I, we went to Summit Place Mall in Pontiac. We go to the mall, and it's a bright summer day. Not a cloud in the sky, right? <laughs> like, cool, let's go to the mall. We go to the mall in my car. Come out fucking just pouring. <laughs> like, god damn. So by this point, like, I knew what to do to prevent it from, from stalling, right? So, like, just let it run for a while, like, 10 minutes or more to, like, heat up, evaporate everything, whatever the issue was. So that's what we did. We chilled in the, in the parking lot, let it run. All right, cool. Drove around the parking lot to make sure because it would start puttering and I, like you knew it was going to stall. Drove around the parking lot. It's fine. Everything's running fine. Cool. Go to the light. As soon as the light turns, pull out of the parking lot, start driving around. What the fuck? Start starting it. Starts up again. Pull in the parking lot. Park. Let it run. 10 more minutes, drive around the parking lot a whole bunch, nothing. As soon as we pull back out of the road, it's fucking stalled. And then I just like coasted up onto this median and we walked back to the mall and called Chris's dad. He came and got us. And then when I went to come back and get the car, the, the obviously it was in the middle of a main road. Well, like on parked up halfway on the median but on a main road and uh the pontiac police said you know they'd towed it already so then we had to find it and then the guy was like oh if you can't start it and get it off of here you know you got to pay extra or whatever dad's like no we'll get it started i never figured out what the hell was wrong with that car we never fixed it it stalled on me many more times after that too i remember amy one time had it and she had to get some pushes like people oh, helped no. push her down the road because it stalled on her in the middle of a rainy day yeah death traps <laughs> his cars <laughs> and, and the funny part is like all these horrible stories about cars everyone's like yep get your kid a beater <laughs> first car's gonna be a fucking beater oh yeah, yeah. 
a piece of shit car. Yeah. Uh, so you can suffer like I did. Uh, that was my first 15 cars. Still working on those. <laughs> oh, man. these The new ones, weird stuff goes wrong with them. Like, like the truck I have now, just the radio and stuff is touch. I still have, like, knobs and crap for my air and my heat and all that stuff. I can do some of it on the screen, but most of it I can do with just knobs. I'm scared to go to the full touch display that controls everything. Just because, like, if that doesn't work, then what? how do I control everything? <laughs> I mean, it's it's kind of scary just because the stuff just goes weird. Megan's radio was just going wonky on her. It was like speaking different languages or something, showing weird stuff up. And and then I had mine, like my backup camera would just go black every once in a while on my last truck. Just It would decide to be just black. Hmm. And then later on the same day, then it would work again. Weird stuff. <laughs> just weird stuff. I don't know. It's weird. So the Datsun's probably safer than these new cars. Right. It didn't make gas leak, though. <laughs> really? Yeah, now that you said that, it reminded me of a story. I was driving down Hall Road heading east, and uh, I'm... It's the worst road to have any kind of problems Right, on. yeah. I'm pulling up to Romeo Plank, and I hear somebody yelling at me from the side as we're driving. And so I'm, like, looking over, and he's saying, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, what? Gas leak. You're leaking gas. I'm like, oh, my God. So then I immediately pulled over to the Walmart parking lot, and sure enough, yeah, I had gas just trickling out of the back of the car. What had happened is that I was, you know, weary of any issues, so I had only put, like, you know, two to five gallons of gas in the gas tank. But since I was going, you know, all the way to the east side, I filled it up, being the first time. And filling it up brought it to, um, you know, a certain level of pressure that the tank had not experienced since <laughs> 1973. <laughs> so, yeah, it started, you know, just leaving gas out the back. And then, uh, yeah, so I, I found this hose that was leaking and there was no way to sort of stop it. So what I did is I just let it drip there and I ran into Walmart looking for anything I can to, you know, collect the gas. I ended up getting, like two oil catch pans and letting the gas drain into that and then I would put that into a gas can which I just bought. Jeez. (laughs) How did I not hear this story? Uh, Forget why not but uh, (laughs) so yeah. Were were you with Autumn at the point that this story happened? No. (laughs) uh, Yeah we were together. She was not not in the car. Right right no that's that's what I meant like were you together yeah so how did she not hear about this story? That's what I'm saying He, he this happens so he has like these really well interesting things that happen to him and then I find out about them weeks later and I'm like why didn't you tell me that right when it happened that's so interesting and he's like oh I forget I'm like what? (laughs) He just (laughs) mentally blocks it out it's gone something like that I don't know I feel like all kinds of interesting things happen to him had that Sunfire that I raced the first year and on the last race for the Enduros it was like a 100 lap race so I took it to the gas station and filled it up found out I had a gas leak on that car I got to the track and jumped out to go pay to get in and I'm just smelling gas like permeating in the air. I'm like, Mm-mm. oh man, you guys are really burning stuff out here. <laughs> pull it out, pull it into the back in the pits, and I get out and go to start moving the car, and there's just fuel dumping <gasps> out of the fuel tank because oh, no. it was the top of the tank was rusted so bad that <laughs> it had holes on top of holes. So, I'm like man, I can't, I can't drive this out here for the enduro. I better drain it until it stops leaking. So I sat up under there. I Jump the fuel pump motor to constantly right. run. I 
drain probably about five gallons out of it once it stopped leaking. All right, it's good Let's enough. Go. <laughs> oh, going racing. That's yeah. crazy. It's cra- it is. It's it's crazy. The, the, the Imagine the kind of show that it would have been though that night if that car oh, would yeah. have blown up Fireball. right there. Uh, oh yeah, could have been amazing. Mm-mm. After my gas leak, I bought a fire extinguisher and I keep that. <laughs> <laughs> just, just in case. Just smart. in case. That's very smart. I had this one time. I went to fill up gas and uh, stick the gas nozzle in and. Pumping away, pumping away, start shooting gas right out. And I'm like, what the fuck? What's going on? Start pumping, 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 start shooting out. What the fuck? And that was when I noticed the cement around my gas tank. What? (laughs) And it turned out someone poured a bunch of cement down my gas tank. Oh, no. So I went to Dad's, and luckily there was already an inline filter that caught most of it. But, I mean, we dropped the tank and everything oh, and tried horrible. to clean it all out and get everything out. Yeah, it sucked. I think I know who did it, but. Well, I think the better no way would have been, uh, I think paint's the best way. If you really want to pour something in somebody's fuel tank, you pour paint in there. That gets through the whole system. Not that I condone it, but. You know, right, if, right. If you're really. So the views and opinions somebody. expressed on the show are not necessarily my own. I'm not condoning putting paint down anybody's gas tank. Yeah. Or, or you could do like a. Uh, 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 in Kingpin, he puts sugar in his tank. Yeah, yeah, that's always one too. <laughs> in that movie, you guys like, oh, someone poured sugar down your tank. How do you know that? <laughs> Sticks a finger in his mouth. He's like, that's your oil. <laughs> He's like, oh, right, you can taste it. Funny stuff. Weird. <laughs> you never had anyone mess with your cars? Oh, no, thankfully. Did you? No, you didn't have a convertible, right? Your bug wasn't a convertible. Mm-mm. Maggie had a convertible. She said people threw garbage in her convertible all the time. She had a Beetle convertible. Or no, no, PT, PT Cruiser? Yeah, oh. convertible. And she said people threw garbage in it just all the time. That's disgusting. Yeah, she said like empty McDonald's wrappers, all kinds of crap. Yeah, unless I was going into a store for like two seconds, if I had a convertible, I'd be going up because I don't trust people. Yeah, I don't trust people either. I, I don't know what I would think they would do, but I mean... I don't know. Well, and then like the soft top ones, uh, when I worked at the bar at Johnny G's a long time ago, they uh, one of the owners, he had this really old classic like vintage Porsche or whatever with the cloth top, and he said people would just fuck that cloth top up for no reason. <laughs> He'd come out multiple times, and I think it would just be someone just ripped a huge hole in it for no reason. And he said it cost like a you know pretty penny every time. I can't remember the exact number. I was going to make one of like a thousand at least. But he said every time it would just... It's expensive to get it replaced, and they, he hated taking it out for that reason because he was afraid someone would just cut the cloth. Wow. Nuts. Stupid stuff. That is crazy. So with the future, what do you think all all this this crazy technology? Yeah, have you ever seen the movie Her? Yeah. Did you like that? Yeah. Did you ever see it, John? No. Walking Phoenix, where he uh, starts dating his mobile assistant on his phone. It's like a operating (laughs) system. (laughs) The look on your face. That well, just means people I get... got a chance to have a girlfriend. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, John might be yeah. interested in this. Right. Like they walk around. It's like a like a personal assistant that you download on whatever. I'm assuming that was a phone that he was walking around with, and you put like an earbud in, and then you just you can talk to it, tells you about your appointments, finds things for you, all this stuff. But it was uh, Scarlett Johansson's voice, so I can understand falling <laughs> in love with it. Uh, but uh, yeah, it was, it was this really crazy movie about falling in love with, with his operating system. Uh, and I think he had gotten dumped really bad or something. Or something, his wife or died, or, his wife died or, something or something. And like he that. wrote, like, he he wrote 
this is a weird one. The business that he worked for wrote personal letters for people. So, like, if you <laughs> wanted to write a letter to your wife, oh, right. you would just, like, say what you wanted to say and he would write it. Yeah. Hmm. So, like, people would be getting these letters all their lives from yeah. not the person that really sent wow. them it, sort of. But uh, it was crazy, and it's funny because feel I mean, people get married to sex dolls, and sometimes mm-hmm. they're animals and weird stuff like that. So mm-hmm. it doesn't seem that far off. Yeah, and guy in Japan just got married to a hologram. Legally married. Yeah, yeah, legally married. Which reminds me of Archer. Yeah. All right, yeah. <laughs> so... Have you seen the the robots that they've been making, like in Japan? Japan's always doing the weird stuff, but they're making these robots, uh, and they do them here too. But they basically like for old folks and stuff to give them like a companion instead of a, an animal that they could die if they forget about it. Like they give them these robots. This movie's hilarious. Robot and Frank was really funny. He's a retired uh, a retired bank thief, a jewel thief, and he gets the robot to. <laughs> And it it was on I think Netflix, but it was pretty funny. Can I help you find anything? Where is the librarian? Hey, oh, I like hey What'll it be? Yeah, he's funny. I'd be more interested in getting a phone number. Call from Madison Wells. Maddie, my girl. Hi. Has Hunter been coming around? Dad, you're right in the middle of the road. Look at this place. This but it is crazy, like you have a problem. I brought you something. With all the technology in the Hi, world, you have got like it does seem like it's making that thing is going to murder me. Personal connections, somebody's going to murder you. More state. distant, Frank. You need a project today. We're going to start a garden. I'm not gardening. My program's goal is to improve your health. I would rather die eating cheeseburgers than live off steamed cauliflower. This is <laughs> Jake Finn. He's been filling me in on the plans for the new library. It's so his project. You must remember the days when this library was the only way to learn about the world. Sounds like the same people who stopped coming here want to take away what's yours. They're going to have this fundraiser party thing on Friday, and all the young hoity toity couples are going to come. Sounds awful. Yeah. Do you want to come with me? Yes. Cool. <laughs> there they are. Frank, you're so square, you're practically avant garde. What the hell did you just say to me? <laughs> no, so Jules, these people are loaded. You know what stealing is? I don't have any thoughts on that. I know exactly who the first mark is gonna be. Okay, let's see what you can do. According to your file, you were <laughs> first arrested for possessing <laughs> stolen goods. I specialize in Picking locks. That was your best time yet. I'm getting the hang of it. We're gonna clean up. I'm glad to see you so enthusiastic. <laughs> just good news. Hello? Frank, it's me. What's going on in there? Frank Weld is a suspect in a multi-million dollar robbery up the road. What? I'm kind of uh, in a bit of trouble. Of course you are. We've got to get rid of all the evidence. Frank, my memory can be used against you. Don't you touch that robot, Frank! Get in. Frank! Thank you, Frank. It's time for your enema. It was actually it was a really good movie. It was it was really funny. He's my friend. I see the right came out in 2012. Yeah, yeah. No, it was, it was crazy. But so like that the nuts thing is 
is there is another movie that came out too that's kind of similar. So you've seen like the 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 holograms, right? Like someone ju- you just said someone married a hologram, mm-hmm. and they've been doing those concerts with the holograms. There was another movie that came out. I can't remember what it was uh, called, but it's basically like where this lady dies, or not? She doesn't die. The husband dies, and the, so the lady's on her own, and I think she might have had dementia or something, and they get her like a robot to take care of her, but the robot is a spitting image of her husband when he was younger, and it's, it's it plays off some really crazy dynamics and, you know, kind of brings in the question, like, is that stuff, uh, like, should we be doing that, right? Mm-hmm. Like, in your old age, if Jeff died, do you want a robot recreation of Jeff Mm-mm-mm. walking around? No, it's like... No, she's sick of me as it is. <laughs> Aww. Aww. No, like, uh, it's like when the people get um, clones of their dogs that have died. Like, that's freaking weird. It's not going to be the same thing. Right, it's right. Just like a ro- it's not the same thing. Like, it, and I think it's creepier that it looks just like this person but doesn't act like them. Wouldn't that be like your worst nightmare? Yeah, you'd think so. No. No. I'm good with real Jeff. Good with real Jeff. He's going to outlive me, so we're good. Oh, <laughs> that would be kind of nice ass, in the middle like... of an argument. You just push the power button and shut it up. Oh, like, ah, win every argument now. <laughs> Right. <laughs> um, Holy shit! Did you see, did you see this? This shit scares me. Cause, how long is your commute now to work? Forty-five, fifty minutes to an hour. On freeway. Mm-hmm. You drive on a freeway to work? No, I'm only oh, yeah. five miles away from my work. Oh, so you're right around here then, right? Cause isn't your work is the the place where Ryan worked, right? So off of like thirteen run to fourteen miles somewhere over there, right? Yeah, but I'm the opposite direction. I'm over by eight mile. Okay, so it's still not that far. No. This this shit scares me, cause I drive on the freeway. Mm-hmm. But people throwing shit off bridges. You see, like last week a guy died because a kid, someone they don't know who, so I can't say a kid. Someone threw a concrete block <gasps> off a bridge, smashed the windshield, was it in Detroit? and no, it wasn't. It was uh, Nashville, and he was driving a GTR also, mm. which is like pretty nice car and just sound more sad about the car <laughs> no well i mean it's it's a nice car too so it's just even suckier but no it can you that's fucking scary what is wrong with people mm-hmm. did you ever and i don't john i don't know you and jeff i don't know what kind of childhood you had either but i don't think in our childhoods we ever considered throwing rocks off of bridges oh overpasses no. i think the most i did was just spit <laughs> that was always the one thing. Like, uh, I think I can spit on this car as it's flying by. I'd throw rocks off of bridges into rivers. Into rivers. Yeah, but not at people. <sighs> Those poor fish. Yeah, you probably knocked out a couple fish. That's right. <laughs> Peta's gonna come after you now. <laughs> but like, I don't know. It's it's so crazy just to see that stuff and then like being worried about. Dylan and Chastity, like my children, because mm, yeah, okay, crazy. so then also in the news last week, the 11 year old that stole cars two times oh. and went on the high speed chases because his parents took away his video games, oh, so yeah. he let the police on the high speed chases. That was crazy. Were any of those video games uh Grand Theft Auto I by don't... chance? Yeah, right, because like and this was in Ohio, this was like in Cleveland, 
So I play that game. There are times where I'm on the road where I'm like, oh, that would be fun, but not like really, you know? <laughs> police say the he was 11 years so old. I could see being a kid. Uh, like police in the Cleveland suburb of Brooklyn say the boy sped off in his mother's SUV after she took away his video game console. They say mm-hmm. he reached speeds of 70 to 90 miles per hour as officers chased him. Like, yeah, I'd be scared of doing 90 now cops, in a chase. The cops Jeez. called off the chase a, a few times at least because it was too dangerous. Yeah, that's crazy. And then, speaking of kids stealing stuff, this is even crazier. So I get an 11-year-old having the fundamentals of being able to drive a car. Totally get that. How old is this kid? Holy crap. Before I tell you, I want to know the age. Two teens, 14 and 15, stole a fucking plane and flew around. What? How? They must know how to fly, right? Like the parents fly or something? (sighs) Who knows? In Utah, they stole a plane and they flew around very low for about 15 miles. Maybe they have a flight simulator game that's extremely accurate. (laughs) I don't know. I would never imagine stealing a plane. I would imagine stealing anything. Right, right. (laughs) Sure. Never imagine stealing anything. But I'm saying, if something were happening, a plane is not my go-to I'm going to steal. Right? Don't you have to have like some kind of training? Know how like the foot rudders, like like pedals a, work I feel for the. Like a helicopter might be easier. I don't know. Oh no! I've oh. heard helicopter flying is even worse. Really? Yeah, I've heard that's even harder than flying a plane. Remember when Dad went and flew the plane? Mm-hmm. <laughs> he still loves to tell about it. Does he? He still tells it. Oh, he was saying how he was like kind of freaking out. Would you freak out if you if Jeff was like, "Hey, we're here, surprise, we're gonna go fly a plane." Oh, I'd be nervous for sure. Well, yeah, be nervous, but would you freak out? Freak out? Mm, I don't think so. Just a smart guy. <laughs> well, thanks. So what was the story? Like, how did he get to fly a plane? He so, stole it. No, no, no our dad. No, no, he stole it. What? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah, I know. I'm like, what the I fuck? Saw, I'm trying to eat a gold. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry. I blew that one. No, it was uh, Sandy took him for his 50th. 50th? Was yeah, it his 50th? had the surprise party. Or was it 40th? 50th. It was 50th. I don't know. They haven't been here that long, bro. I feel like 50 wasn't that long ago. And this was a He's while. He's 58. Is he? Yes. I don't I know. know how old anybody is. Myself sometimes, too. I know. No, but so she took him... Took him for his birthday, a surprise, and he said he was like freaking out and had to like collect himself before they actually went and did it. Like you said, he spent a good couple like fifteen minutes in the car. Which is so funny because Dad's so like I got this about everything. Everything, right? I kind of wish I would have been there to see Me him stress too. on that. Just Me that. Too. I've never seen him like not be fully confident about something. Have you ever left a bad review for anybody on like Yelp or? Any, any like Amazon or any of those things? Hmm. I, I always leave I... good reviews. If I, I haven't really been, you know, wronged in such a way yet. <laughs> oh, I wanted to for the photographer guy that me and my friends worked with because he didn't pay us all what we were supposed to be paid. We still haven't been paid. But oh, I decided Jesus, not to that was loud. because I don't know. I didn't want him coming after me. So, like, so that's that's exactly it. it. That's what's what's crazy about this. So like this lady posted a bad review about a bar, started getting death threats, like all kinds of crazy stuff just for a bad review. She went out with her her friends for like a bachelorette party. Said there was two other people in the bar. 
and they were just being goofy, drinking and stuff. She was the sober one. Mm-hmm. And, like, they asked the bartender to take their picture. And the bartender was like, you guys are acting like little kids. You need to get out of my bar and all this stuff. So she wrote her a bad review. It said, one star is as low as this will let me go. But I'd rate it worse. And, yeah, they said she, said she started getting all kinds of crap. All kinds of stuff. said, literally, she posted a bad Yelp review. Then her nightmare began. And they, they went out on... Oh God! People are posting on her on her like Facebook and stuff. Aren't you the girl that was giving hand jobs the other night? <gasps> oh, <laughs> Thanks no. for a sloppy drunken night. She snorts co- coke off my cock like a champ. Like this is what they're doing yeah. to her on all of her like her social media stuff, which is another reason I'm so against social media, just because it's social dismedia. <laughs> it's I know it was it was a bad try. It's horrible though, like. Mm-hmm. I don't know the the anonymity that people can have and just say like horrible shit to people. I think they had a a similar thing with a book review. Guy was a amateur book writer was like working on his first or second book. Uh, lady had read it and gave some uh, negative critiques on it, and the guy started stalking her and eventually uh, eventually like broke into her house or something and uh, I guess hospitalized her. He had Whoa. hit her with a vase or something. People are crazy. It's ridiculous. It, it is. It's, it is. And it, that's what's scary, like, having kids, right? Uh, I don't know how much, like, we limit our kids' stuff. Like, you know, video games, he's got to earn. Uh, limited cell phone stuff, like his cell phones for calling, and that's pretty much it. He had some, actually, I just took all his shit away because he got in trouble last week. <laughs> <laughs> he took his cell phone to school when he knows he's not supposed to because it's a distraction the cell phone is for emergencies because he gets home before we get home right. so the cell phone's for if he's home alone and there's an emergency so he took his cell phone to school and he's been playing on his cell phone every morning instead of doing his chores like he wasn't giving the dogs water he wasn't like brushing his teeth because he's too busy playing on his phone and i told you i have a security camera yeah. <laughs> that he knows about <laughs> wow, he's just totally oblivious. The, to the worst, the worst part is he literally like he would go get his phone and he'd slide it into his hoodie and then he'd walk over to the kitchen table and he'd sit down and then he would look right at the camera. What? Then he would turn around and then you'd see him pull it out and start playing with it. Like the camera can't see me here. Was <laughs> <Is laughs> it back to the camera? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so he'd be there like all morning till he had 10 minutes left before he had to go. Yeah. And I'm like, Dylan, how long does it take you to eat cereal? He's like, I don't know, like 15, 20 minutes. I'm like, cool, because you sat at the table for 40 minutes the last two days, each day, 40 minutes at a time, till you absolutely had to go. Uh-huh. No, no. Like, yeah, uh-huh. Why'd you take your phone to school? Because then I was like, I seen him doing this, and I was like, yeah. let me see where his phone is. It wasn't on the charger. It wasn't in the drawer where it's supposed to be. So, like, I knew. And then I called it, and it rang and it rang and it rang. So it wasn't shut off because it would have immediately just been, like, leave a voicemail. Right. And then uh, and then I texted him. and was like, I just really wish you would learn your lesson. <laughs> <laughs> and then Megan texted him, like, you're in deep shit. <laughs> <laughs> just sit there and do nothing when you come home mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh and then when I, so I come home and i'm talking to him about it and first we're like did you get our text message because he didn't come home and do nothing like he was fucking around playing on his phone 
I, n- I never got you. I never got your text messages. So then I checked. Like I have Verizon, and they offer like this family thing. I can like shut the internet off. I can yeah. restrict who he can talk to. All this stuff. The hours he can use his phone. So I I look on there. There's a record of getting the text. I look on his phone. The text messages are there. I'm like, dude, texts are right here. I have my phone on silent. <laughs> like, cool. A little icon pops up at the top whenever you get a, a text message. It only goes away once you look at the text messages. So you clearly looked at your text messages. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm just like, why, though? Why? Aren't you tired of getting in trouble? So why would you do this when you know you're not supposed to? I was just testing my boundaries. <laughs> <laughs> what? I was like, what do you mean? Well, I was, you know, I was just pushing the boundaries, see how far I could go. And I was like, but you already know the boundaries because we clearly set them. The phone doesn't fucking go to school. <laughs> So, so he goes, you guys, you just, you guys need to ease up. Give me some room. And I was like, I have been. I haven't been monitoring, like, what games you're playing on your phone. You've been able to talk to your friends, texting and calling them. You've got a PlayStation ID now and your own little friends group on there. It's like, I've been easing up and, and, and trying to give you some space. I've been giving you inches. He's like, well, maybe I need feet. <laughs> wow, I can't believe he's so, like ballsy after doing yeah. all that well this is not the first time i don't know if your kids ever did this but he you with two other cell phones took him to school but also watched on one phone it was like 16 video porn videos <laughs> and like his google search was still on there and he searched boob videos and his <laughs> excuse was i was searching for book videos and i accidentally must have hit another b instead of a k so my What's a book and i was video? like cool that gets you the first video, not the 15 consecutive other ones right after that. <laughs> <laughs> it was on autoplay. Yeah, yeah, it was on autoplay. <laughs> got stuck. No, my, uh, my oldest is still working towards a phone. Um, the, the deal with him was to have bees are better, and he would earn a phone, and then we would work on uh, timing and everything with it, uh, what he was allowed to and not allowed to do. And so far, he has not earned a phone. Mm. Which is fine for me because I don't feel like buying another phone right now. <laughs> I hear you, and and again, like ours, the only reason for it is is that in case of emergencies, because excuse me, he's home alone. So I we just in case something happened, we we don't have a landline, right? Like I had a landline, that's why I was able to survive so long without a cell phone because we had landlines when I was oh, growing yeah. up. Mm-hmm. But he doesn't have that. We don't have that, so. That's, yeah, I mean, that's the only real reason for it. And then the funny part is, I'm like, so why'd you take it to school? He was, he was like, well, I, I had it off the whole time I, was, I had it. And I was like, so then why'd you take it? If it was off, then what was the point of taking it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What did he say? He didn't say. And then, <laughs> and then, and then what do you say also? He goes, he goes, I wasn't on it at all. You can ask my teachers. And I'm like, oh, that's a funny statement because... Whenever your teachers say you have missing or incomplete assignments or they email me saying that you're causing problems in class, they're liars. Now they're going to support you and tell the truth and say, oh, he wasn't on his phone. Which one is it? Are they telling the truth or are they lying? He was like, they're lying sometimes. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. That's. Man, he just rides that wave, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he, he buys in. You think that was funny? Because my dad's such a nerd? Well, then I guess you better listen to part two. I guess that's up to you. Why not?
Thanks again for listening to The Get Up. Like what you heard? Think it sucked? Or are you trying to do something other than just the normal 9-5 and you want to share your story? Then hit me up. Send an email to contact at thegetupshow.com. Follow the show on Instagram and on Twitter at The Get Up Show. And don't forget to visit www.thegetupshow.com and check out the links for our guests.